episode 13 of This Watch Life. Hi, I'm Lydia Winters. And I'm Vu Booey. And today, we have a real treat in store for you. It's a good old-fashioned Vu Booey rant. What? It's a... No. It's I, not a rant. It's not a rant. It's what a is discussion. It? About water resistance. About water resistance. Do you have very strong opinions about it and yes, thoughts? Very good discussion points. Sounds like a rant to me. <laughs> Water resistance is one of those things that gets people fired up. So it's a rant. No, but the, the, does it get you fired up? No, I don't think it does. Yesterday I accidentally said a hundred millimeter water resistance. Yes, on yesterday's millimeters. episode. Yes. So I'm not an expert at all. <laughs> no, you're not. I think most people understood what you were getting at there. But I, I really do think that water resistance is one of those topics that comes up a lot. There's a ton of opinion around it. And that is the part that really gets me. Because this is just about facts. Like, it's science. Like, water is going to get in or it won't. And your opinion on what might happen <laughs> doesn't really have any bearing on the reality. But I do understand why a lot of people get confused about this. There's a lot of interesting information out there. So this isn't a rant. This is education. Be educated, <laughs> yo. <laughs> well, actually, this is the beginning of my education and discovery, which I, I, I will continue into the future. And I think I will absorb it for sure. <laughs> Water resistance joke. <laughs> absorb. You know, I, I did miss <laughs> Hermetically that. sealed, did. so it didn't absorb. Oh, boy. <laughs> oh. Okay, but I have a little—I wanted to do a little history lesson for water resistance so I could contribute in any mm -hmm. way to this episode. Mm -hmm. And so we're going back in time to the 19th century. And in around 1917, people start working on water resistance watches, water resistant watches. They're calling them waterproof. You could do a whole episode on that. Not waterproof. Not waterproof. <laughs> water resistant. <laughs> but look, it was the 1900s. They yeah. can say what they want. The Wild West. But a thing I actually didn't realize is that at scale, Rolex was the first to make water-resistant watch cases in That's 1926. Cool. And they actually had a female ambassador, which is cool, wow. Mercedes Gleitz, who wore the oyster as she was trying to break the record across the English Channel. Swimming in 1927. across the English Yes, yeah, swimming across the English Channel, which takes like more than 10 hours. Oh. Uh, yeah. That yeah. feels... Feels like a thing I don't want to do, no. but very impressive. Very impressive. And they did a big ad campaign for this, and they said, Miss Mercedes Gleitz carried... I should have like an old-timey... Carried an <laughs> oyster throughout her recent channel swim. More than the hours of submersion... More, wait, more than 10 hours... I can't read and have an have a old-timey accent. More than 10 hours of submersion under the most trying conditions failed to harm its perfect timekeeping. No moisture had penetrated, and not the slightest corrosion or condensation was revealed in the subsequent examination of the watch. But that's not the most fun fact. The oh. most fun fact is in all the photos, mm -hmm. she wore it on her wrist. But when she swam the English Channel, she wore it Lydia Winters, Oris Patina style on a ribbon around her <laughs> neck. <laughs> <laughs> was that because it was too uncomfortable? No or idea. Tried, water tried to search it. Or... There was not a good. Okay, okay. But I mean, that could really call into question the water resistance because of the power of the arm oh, strokes. Don't, so, don't get whoa. me started on this 
dynamic pressure. And now I hand it off <laughs> the dynamic pressure to no, you. There, there are a lot of oh, myths wait, out there. One last thing. There was a fast follow after this okay. from both Cartier and Omega mm. with with, uh, with water waterproof watches. watches. Hey, we're going with the 1920s. Waterproof back in that day. Um, it, it's interesting. So it's been almost 100 years yes. since we've had waterproof wristwatches. And it's still widely debated. It is still, it's a hot topic, a hot topic. among watch nerds well, okay. only. <laughs> okay. So I, I should be clear about what's such a hot topic. There are things like these myths around dynamic and static pressure. Most of that is is bull. And you can go out there and you can read these very long, detailed, smart sounding articles about how dynamic pressure will totally change your view. What's on... dynamic pressure? That would be like if your arms were yeah, stro- like, like if you're, you're doing swimming, right? <laughs> I am not a swimmer and I'm currently just my arms are you flapping are. around. I, I... I don't know what I'm not kind an of English, stroke you're doing there. I'm not an English there. channel swimmer, <laughs> I guess. But yeah, dynamic, when people are talking about dynamic pressure in terms of watches, usually what they're saying is like, as you move through the water, it creates more pressure because of that movement. Mm, okay. And there are a bunch of scientific rebuttals of that just saying, yes, that's true, but the speed that you'd have to be able to move in order to create meaningful additional pressure that could affect the watch, none of us can move that So quick. they're saying, like, you can't swim that fast, bro. <laughs> Basically, that is Look, what they're saying. Really, yes. it's not a concern for you. It is not a concern. <laughs> so so that can just be pushed aside. Okay. And, so, and, and that's just part of, like, the overall, there's lots and lots of myths and just weird beliefs about water resistance when it comes to watches. So I was like, okay, let's start with, where should we start? We should start with what the manufacturers say, because they're the ones who have to deal with returns and warranty issues and all of that. So at least they should have a sense of what a watch can do. Yes, and they've they have actually scientifically done a lot of yes. research well, on they, it. They designed them. Yep. They test them. Test. And they put them out into the world, and then they get the returns. Yeah, and then it sits on my wrist, and I never <laughs> swim with it. <laughs> the, okay. But I debate okay, okay, okay. it all day Hold long. <laughs> this is that is not what we're talking okay, about okay. here. Okay. <laughs> okay. So I, I looked at a bunch of manufacturers. There are some that don't even tell you what what their water resistance claims even mean, but for the ones that do. So there, there's the on the one in the one corner. Okay. You have Seiko. Told you it's like a rant. Now it's a fight. <laughs> Grand Seiko, Oris. These are part of the manufacturers who basically say that 30 meters of water resistance or three bar is only enough to withstand splashes and rain. You can wash your hands. You can be out in rain. You're fine, but do not submerge your wrist. Well, you can submerge your wrist. Do not submerge your wrist watch. Okay. Okay. Five bar for Seiko and Grand Seiko. So that's 50 meters of water resistance. Then you can do surface swimming. But for Oris, at five bar, on their diagram, it's a person in a bathtub. Oh, you can bathe with it, but don't But in a bathtub. Oh. So you can bathe with it. And at 10 bar... They say you can swim and submerge. So already that's two different, completely different answers. 
But then if you go to Omega, and this is the one that I've always like, I really, I'm going to talk to someone at Omega and find out why is their approach so different? I'm just going to read what they say. All current Omega watches are water resistant to the depth defined by the model specifications, provided that the components ensuring the water resistance are intact. This means that an Omega watch that is water resistant to 30 meters can be worn for swimming at depths of up to 30 meters underwater for extended periods without restriction. First of all, that's a way better way to say it. It's so clear. Because my bathtub is not 30 meters, <laughs> so I would have just assumed that I could be splish splashing around there with my watch, but maybe I true. couldn't. But it's so... Not only is that a very clear way of stating it, I, I don't think that Seiko Grand Seiko and Oris, their charts were very clear, but I, I think it's it's such a different approach to say ours are marked 30 meters when you can go 30 meters underwater and swim with it. And these other manufacturers are saying 30 meters means you can get water on it and it's okay. And, and is that, the that's other, a huge difference. And is that difference like across more brands than Grand Seiko, Seiko, Oris. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Most brands are, are on the Seiko, Grand Seiko, system. Oris kind of. Well, bar is just a, a, a marking of pressure. Mm. So 30 meters is approximately three bar. That's just different ways of saying the same thing. Science. With uh, Rolex, they don't go into the level of detail that Omega does, but they're saying something very similar. They say, all Rolex wristwatches are waterproof. Oh, They're yeah. still using waterproof Since on their website. Since the 1920s, baby. <laughs> to depths of at least 100 meters for Oyster Perpetual models and 50 meters for the Perpetual 1908 models. So they're saying waterproof to those depths, mm, which means okay. you should be able to use those watches to those depths. So that's similar to how Omega is saying it. Yes. Okay. Like if it says 50 meters, you can go down 50 meters. That is what they're saying. And I, I think that, like, there is something different here. And But is that difference just what they're saying? Or is there actually a difference in the manufacturing and they're taking different approaches? And that's the part that I want to find out for a future episode, diving deeper. Wait, that wasn't even meant uh -huh. to be a pun. Yeah, it you really turned wasn't. into a pun. <laughs> pun, pun, pun. I do think, I guess the big question it is really so for me i have done so much in my watches i mean i think i said in in a recent episode like i've gone jet skiing with a 100 meter water resistant watch that didn't even have a screw down crown that i had owned at that point for 3 or 4 years and had never had it tested i have been lucky to never have water ingress in a watch and i am a person who swims with their speedmaster professional yeah, I was going to say that's yeah. one that like the the swimming with the Speedmaster. That, no, that's that like its is, own oh, genre like, of it's, it's it's it is it's its own genre. <laughs> there the, like the amount of discussion around swimming with your Speedmaster is huge. But And you did. I have done it. I my Speedmaster was the only watch that I regularly had the seals checked though. Mm, you didn't trust it. No, it's that it felt like there's more points of failure. You got, got all, these, okay. all these different mm -hmm. places. It's like, okay, I'll just do what they say. Well, they say check it every year. I checked it every three. Yeah, close <laughs> enough. <laughs> Perfect. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But my other watches, I, I, I don't even. They get checked when they go mm -hmm. in for service. So anyway, 
the reality is none of this probably matters because most people don't even swim with their dive watches. No, I don't. No. Well, Wait. no, that's not true. You, you've you taken many watches in the water. You do it in Florida. Oh, yeah, but I... pools. But, like, surface level, like, the bathtub almost... A, a bathtub adjacent, barely, you know, just, like, on the <laughs> yeah, surface yeah, yeah. paddling. Well, all that dynamic pressure. Yes. <laughs> of these little puppy paws going but in I, the water. I, I find it a little bit... I find it fun and a little romantic and kind of adorable that people care so much about the water resistance ratings and... I think it's pretty common for people to say, I won't even use a watch that has less than 100 meters water resistant anywhere near water. And I, I just find these rules so interesting because it, it's part of how we collect watches. Like these are the things that we care about and these are the things that we put so much importance on. But I don't know if they're actually that important in our day-to-day -day lives because like for me, when I think of a gada go anywhere, do anything, watch. I'm like, yeah, it should have 100 meters water resistant because at any moment I could find myself swimming in a pool. I could fall in a river or a lake. I could I cannot go for think it. of the last time you have done any of those things. <laughs> but I, I'm saying at you, any you, moment I could. You could if I pushed you I into could. a lake or no, a river or a pool. <laughs> but I think that's what's so interesting about it. Watches... I think for many people, watches can represent who you think you are, but no, you really, really aren't. Yeah. If you are some chump sitting there with a 50 <laughs> meter water resistant, everyone's going to know and gonna you don't you adventure. Yeah. You don't do anything. You're just <laughs> holding it up outside the bathtub, one arm in the air. <laughs> Can't even deal with the rain. No. <laughs> Can't even deal with the rain. But I, okay, I am going to take it upon myself to find out even more about this subject. Oh, we are. I'm oh, no. so glad you decided right? that. No one asked for no, it. No, no, everyone's asking for Everyone it. Everyone wants for me it. to get to the bottom of this. Why is Omega the bottom, different? Uh, but, um, why do all of these manufacturers have different recommendations? And what do independent watch service technicians and watch makers think? Whoa. I think these are the questions Boo -boo that need answering. A rant part two coming your way <laughs> coming to after a more in-depth research <laughs> depths in the depth below oh, no. below 150 are, meters. Are you done punning? No. Will you ever be done punning? No. Thank you for swimming along for this episode about water resistance. Thank you, everyone. Bye. Bye.